Next on BYU Sports Nation, the road trip of road trips in 2015. So which is it for BYU football? We make a case for every game except one. The newest member of the football staff and the man in charge of getting top talent to Provo, Justin Anderson, joins us in studio. Plus, what's the chance Tyler Haas gets drafted into the NBA? And how about some cocoa with a little extra whipping cream? Let's go! This is BYU Sports Nation, brought to you by the BYU Store, simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now, from Studio B, here's Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. Men of means by no means. BYU Sports Nation is live in Radio Vision, presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products, Monday, April 13th, wherever, however you are dialed in. Great to have you with us. I'm What's Spencer up? Linton, teamed up with Ant-Man stunt double, Jerem Jordan. Yeah. The trailer just came out. We watched it this morning. Paul Rudd. How do you feel about Paul Rudd? I like Paul Rudd in Anchorman. <laughs> do you like him as Ant-Man? Sure. We'll find out July 17th. BYU football opens the football season at Nebraska what? against a team that just had 76,000 fans attend the Cornhuskers' <laughs> spring scrimmage. Wow. That's amazing. The majority of them paying customers. How can they afford to pay BYU a million dollars to come and play them on September 5th? Because of reasons like that. Did they just pay for it over the weekend? <laughs> Did they just pay? They just earn the money? Who's got the money to get BYU right there? I saw that at Nick Emery 04 uh, just tweeted, spring break was good, now back to work. Nick, enjoy that spring break because you won't have one the next four years. BYU doesn't have spring breaks? Yeah. Ain't, no, ain't nobody got time for that? Here? <laughs> we all wish there was a spring break. Our conversation alive 24-7 on Twitter. Use the hashtag BYUSN and be a part of BYU Sports Nation. Members always welcome. Listen up, yo. If you could go to one BYU football road game in 2015, which would it be? Use the hashtag BYUSN. At Troy B. Adams, I'm going to Nebraska and UCLA. Give me a note to convince my wife and I'd go to Michigan, the Michigan game. Whew, this is a tough question. We'll and break I, it down I, I in a moment. Maybe a majority of you are thinking, well... In terms of, you know, stadium and tradition. We're talking road trip. There's one one easy answer. Yeah. The the road trip, not the stadium. So that rules out Fresno State. No, that's a home game. San Jose State. Yeah. (laughs) Everyone's like, wait, wait, we're going to Fresno? What? No. At some point, they'll be going to Fresno. At I Do Rock the Y. Uh, The national championship game. Blue goggle alert. Yeah, that's a blue goggle alert. alert. Yeah. Blue goggle alert. Come on, Micah. The national championship game. Let's just wait. When we cross that bridge, we'll get there, you know? Here are your BYU Sports We're not Nation crossing headlines. that bridge. Either. Come on. <laughs> what else are we talking about today? Shaq Walker. Shaq Walker. Okay, listen to this. Did you hear about this? Comes this on awesome. the show, comes on the show, gets the karma, signs the flag, and then runs the fifth fastest time in the world Woo! in the 800. In the world. 145.78. <laughs> this tweet coming Two in from laps. at David Iris. Classic after what happened last Friday. Mm-hmm. By the way, Spencer Linton, <laughs> in referencing Shaq's 145.78, uh-huh. that's a 484 40-yard dash, 22 of them in a row. <laughs> per good. All day, every day. Per World good. class. World class. That is elite. Absolutely. Yeah, you know it. Shaq Walker. What a performance, man. Man, a boy. Awesome. Hey, baseball took two of three at LMU. They were the preseason WCC favorites. That was a really good series. BYU plays at Northridge today, 5 Eastern time.
BYU baseball over 500 in conference play after a critical road trip win. Well done to Mike Littlewood and his team. Volleyball, two at Northridge. Volleyball. It's nice to get some wins back on the schedule. Yeah. Oh, it was Hosting a long- number one Hawaii this week. BYU Rugby beat UCLA 45-16 yeah. in the Varsity Cup quarterfinals. They host a semifinal on Saturday, not against the Utes, but against the team that beat the Utes, Central Washington? Washington, 18-7, to I believe, was the score of that game. Uh, I don't even know Central Washington's mascot. I'm looking it up. And then over the weekend on BYU TV, we had the sweep of sweeps featuring Coco Tawali of BYU Softball. Coco, four home runs in three games. Wildcats. Yeah, yeah, Central Washington Wildcats. Okay. She had three home runs in the first 34 games of the season and hit four. Boom, baby. Games. Boomstick. They sweep Pacific. On that note, rise and shout, my friends. It's time for What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. King of the road trip. Memorial Stadium in Lincoln, Nebraska. The Rose Bowl in Pasadena, California. The Big House in Ann Arbor, Michigan and Arrowhead Stadium in Kansas City, Missouri. BYU football will play in a handful of the most iconic football stadiums in the country, all in 2015. A major portion of what is the most difficult road schedule in BYU football history. Any argument there? No. And this schedule is unofficial, still waiting for the official announcement and final you know, dates. And we think the opponents are pretty solid. We'll see. Um, there's some good games on that schedule. Most of wh- most of the good games are on the road, especially in September. So which one's the biggest road trip? You know, I watched that spring game from Nebraska on Saturday, and I'm seeing 76,000 people in that stadium. For a spring game, man. Nebraska you had fo- 14,000 and felt like that was pretty good. <sighs> Nebraska football rules that state. They haven't lost a season opener in who knows how long. Nebraska State is not challenging them for the state. Is there a Nebraska State? I don't think so. I don't there, think so. There is a Nebraska Kearney the, and Shadron State, the home of Danny Woodhead in Nebraska. That's true. You knew this from uh, living in Grand Junction. <laughs> the cool thing is BYU is going to play in some legit stadiums. And by legit, I mean prestige, history, also capacity, which brings us to the stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. Four. BYU will play in four of the 25 largest football stadiums in the United States this year. Let's go over this. Number one is Michigan. Number one at 101,901. Wait, wait, 101,000 or 109,901? I dropped it 8,000. I didn't even do it justice. Number 11, Rose Bowl, UCLA, 92,000. 15th, Memorial Stadium, Nebraska, 81,000. 25th is Arrowhead Stadium, home of the Chiefs, where BYU is going to host or uh, play Missouri Neutral Field, 79,000. So this includes pro and college football stadiums. Yes, and when BYU plays at Michigan, that will be the largest crowd BYU's ever played in front of because you have to go back to 2011 BYU played at Texas in front of 101,000 people that is so many people week three four of the top 25 largest football stadiums college or pro in the United States and probably Canada thank you Tom so our question is how do you pick a best road trip from those games I mean I pick Michigan but why? Okay, so why? Obviously the stadium. Because the big house. Yes, that's a huge reason. One, uh, Harbaugh, I think, I think that game will be fun as well. Michigan on the rebound, Harbaugh, the stadium, 
the last time BYU played Michigan was for a national championship, too. So that context and history, a lot of it has to do just the fact with the fact that Michigan is just such a historic, fantastic program. Are they? The, I think they're one of, if not the winningest program in college football history. So that's going to be awesome. The song when you're in elementary school and you're like playing the trumpet, you learn that song. You know what I mean? And BYU fans hopefully don't hear it very much. That to me, it's Michigan. That's the clear winner, Michigan, for road trip. However, there are other good options. This isn't a year where it's like Michigan sticks out way above the crowd. To me, Nebraska is interesting. See, and I, that's my answer. UCLA. Southern California, there's other things. If you family thing, you can go to Disneyland, you can go to the beach, you can go to whatever. Probably have family members there, whatever. Look, hands down, in terms of the tradition of a stadium. It's a tradition unlike any other. Okay, it is the big house. It's the biggest house football stadium in the entire country. It's an American landmark. But is it the best road trip? See, for me, it has to be the opener because there is nothing like the anticipation of the first football game on a college football team schedule. And Nebraska helps. Being the first game is cool, but like Connecticut wasn't the best. Nebraska, 90,000, or sorry, 80,000 plus. Okay? So they almost filled up. For their spring game. (laughs) We're talking about the environment of a college football game on opening day. Well, the third day. What are you talking about? Their game's Thursday, Friday, Okay, Saturday, I'm talking about the opening day oh, for, for BYU for and Nebraska. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the first game of the season. It is... What else about the road trip? It's the college football experience. Yeah, Nebraska's awesome. Yeah. I don't, it's not greater than Michigan, but the context of the first game puts it over yes. the top for you. UCLA's pretty good. UCLA's pretty Bowl, good. The Rose Bowl is great, but that, I've, I've I don't seen think a game there twice. That stadium's BYU. not really going to be sold out. I don't You're know. Lost that, both times. I don't know that Michigan's going to be sold out. I guarantee that Nebraska think, will be sold out. You don't think Michigan under Harbaugh in Game Three, where they beat Utah, in depends week on one, what they do the first two games. Depends on what well, they do the first two is games. Is it their first home game? That plays into it too, right? The Rose Bowl, ninety-two thousand five forty-two, will not be sold out. Yeah, yeah, that's true. They, they, it will not be sold They out. don't sell out. You see, Although for BYU reason, fans will pack that. Okay, I went to that game ton, in 07. Yeah, there will be a ton of BYU fans there. I went to that game in 07 and 91. For my first BYU football game was in the Rose Bowl. Tied over senior year. They, it, BYU fans show up. I mean like 30,000. Show up. BYU, uh, I, I thought UCLA ran out. It was BYU because the crowd was so big. BYU fans will pack that. Okay, 2015 Michigan schedule. Have, it's the second. No, it's the third home game. Yeah, it's the third. Okay, so they open at Utah. They get Oregon State, State and UNLV. So what? So depending on what happens, what I don't the, know if they're three and zero and ranked fourteenth when BYU comes in there or whatever. Because if they go three and zero, they'll just skyrocket under Harbaugh in the rankings. Are it, they gonna? Are they the gonna win at Utah? I don't think they're gonna. I don't beat think Utah. they're gonna win at Utah. Utah's got some players still. So for me. Okay, and we're leaving out Missouri, the SEC team, right? On a neutral site in an NFL stadium. That's a pretty good trip, too. That's an opponent, SEC game. Opponent. Location. Uh, Kansas City. If, if you want to see those church history sites and you've never been there, let's be honest. That's probably something, a draw. Man. well, and I, The I, New I, Jerusalem! I want to add one thing to both UCLA and Missouri. Both of those teams are projected to be top 25 teams when the season starts. Nebraska not expected to be ranked. Still a top twenty-five. Okay, Michigan not expected to be ranked. UCLA, according to the way too early top twenty-five, 
Probably. a top 10 team. Well, we all know what happens when they get They were ranked <laughs> number the top eight. 10. They were ranked number eight. With a senior quarterback. No, I'm saying coming back. For the, the way to or the top I know, 25. Last, last year, it happened with a more talented quarterback. They They're bringing back a ton of guys. They didn't live up to that. Okay. But the context of that, because it's week three for BYU, like if, if that's a top 10 team. UCLA will be 2-0 because they host Virginia and then play at UNLV. They'll be 2-0 and Ooh. ranked whatever. How many ranked teams will BYU play? There's another question for another day. Say three or four. Boise State's probably going to be ranked, and they'll be early in the season. It'll be game number two. As many as five. Hey, so well, who knows? Cincinnati, East Carolina. Is, what is the game? You have one option to For go. Road trip. I'm going For Michigan. A road trip. You're going Nebraska? What's around Michigan? You flying into Detroit? No comment. <laughs> okay. It's, it's Michigan. I want to see the history. I, I know. I want to see. It's the best stadium. I want to see the, the best fab stadium. five basketball stuff on campus. But you know it, what I mean? Is it the best campus and overall college road football trip. experience? Road trip. Road trip is what we're saying. Yes, to me it's Michigan. What do the Man, people think? I don't know. See, for me, it's hard to argue against the season <laughs> opener against Nebraska, San Jose State, and Utah State. For San good Jose me- State for good not reason. applicable. <laughs> not applicable. New stadium, by the way, Utah State's Maverick Stadium. Freezing, November twenty eighth. Okay, that's a great game. We're talking road trip. Yeah. The context of that oh, BYU Utah State game is amazing. Oh, I know why we're not discussing it. By the way, BYU at Utah State, November twenty eighth. That's one of those rare games where I'm like, I would rather not be there Sitting the because of, of how home. cold it's going to be, man. <laughs> like, hey, do you want to go? Uh, do I have to? All arguments aside, for me, there is one reason that makes game number one the best. Countdown to the Cornhuskers. 145, because it's the first... It is out of the gate. Michigan. Red and blue clashing on the turf of Lincoln Memorial Stadium. Red and blue clashing on the turf of Lincoln Memorial Stadium. Let's throw it out to the in people, Jerem. If you could go to one BYU football road game in 2015, which would it be? To the Twitter machine. It's Twitter time. At TashaLynn19. It will be Michigan. Michigan. My dad went to Michigan and he passed away five years ago. So I'm going to the big house in his honor. So excited. Okay, that's, that's an outstanding storyline. Yeah. Okay, that's, that's a great storyline for Tasha to go and take in that football game. Is it the best road trip for everyone? At Lauren Smith, 38-002. Nebraska. Because it's Nebraska. Lauren, that's m- not much of a reason, my brother. Tweet back in. Tell us, tell us a reason. Sure it is. <laughs> it's tradition, history. He didn't say any of that. I would like to know to what that. about Nebraska he thinks... Makes it the best road trip. At COT underscore BYU football. Utah State! <laughs> Beat those Aggies and get our righteous revenge. Hashtag run, taste, Righteous revenge. I'm not going there. But, yes, the game has, is compelling. We're talking road trip. Road like, what are you going to do in Logan, man? In November, on November 28th. Logan! Love you. Lo- hey, still, <laughs> I have friends. That- <laughs> He's the newest member of the BYU football staff and will also help shape the future of Cougar football. Justin Anderson joins us in studio next. BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products, simulcast on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Follow us on Twitter at BYU Sports Nation and join us by using the hashtag BYUSN. Hey, coming up tomorrow, softball against Weber State, 8 Eastern time on BYU TV. Check it out. The Fighting Weavers.
in Provo. Weber. Purple and blue. Clash. <laughs> it's huge. <laughs> Tomorrow. Listen, the BYU women's softball team, I love Tom Homo. He's like, you know what? All they do is they just win. They just win. Isn't it fun? Winning is the funnest thing ever. They win a lot. 28-8, just swept Pacific. Check it out tomorrow night. Cougars and Wildcats. Coco Tawali, four home runs in the last three games. You're one of eight people who can pronounce her name correctly. Thank you very much. Good job. Twitter question today. If you could go to one BYU football road game in 2015, which would it be? Nebraska, UCLA, Michigan, Missouri, and Kansas City at Arrowhead Stadium. Utah State, like San at San Jose State, football. sounds compelling and rich. Not applicable. Not <laughs> applicable. <laughs> Nothing against San Jose State, but we're talking about four of the top 25 football stadiums in terms of capacity in the entire country. Which would it be? Let's ask that question to our next and first guest of the day, Justin Anderson, BYU football director of player personnel and on-campus recruiting. Did I get that right? That sounds good. Okay. Now, Jeff Martson corrected my ways, then he went to Colorado State, and so I was wondering, <laughs> I don't know if you wanted to come in and change up the, uh, the official title. Yeah, what title so, do you want? That sounds good. I like it. Okay. Director of I'm Player easy. Personnel Awesomeness. I mean, we can throw in a All random right. author, hey. epic somewhere in there. So I, anything you want to give me, I'll take. <laughs> <laughs> also a former BYU football player. Let's start with a Twitter question, Justin, if, because you're going to be there, but if you could only go to one, which road game would you pick? What's the best road trip? I've heard Nebraska's pretty cool. Yeah, see, that's for me. That's, that's... I, I've heard their fans are great. I've heard it's a really neat experience. So I'm looking forward to going to Nebraska. I picked Michigan. I just think the history there is I, I mean, is it's bigger hard to than pick. You know, it's, yeah, there's some good ones. I mean, Michigan, you're going to play in front of, what, you know, 100,000 fans? 9,000. It'll be the most, it'll be the biggest crowd BYU's ever played against if well, they go over 101. Which they will. Yeah. I would assume it'll be a sold-out crowd. And, Close you know, Nebraska, you. I mean, how many games do they sold out, though? They, they sell out every game. Like They've 20 like straight rec- years or something. Yeah, that's in- well, there's nothing else to do in Nebraska, I would assume. I don't know. <laughs> I've heard that as well. <laughs> the thing is, you know, it's, it's, the fir- it's the first game for me. So I feel like, man, at Nebraska to open the season, hard to ask for something better for a BYU fan. Yes. I mean, that's really I look forward to tough it. to beat. Hey, you were the uh, wide receiver uh, coach at Nichols State in Louisiana. Is it Thibodeau? Nice try. Oh! Thibodeau? It's Thibodeau. 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 Okay. Yes, Cajun. Yeah, okay, so it's Cajun. Yeah, the like first time Tom I got Thibodeau? there. Correct. Okay. First time I got there, I couldn't spell half or say half the, the terms down there. Thibodeau with the D-E-A-U-X at the end. D-A-U-X. D-A-U-X. Yes. A-U-X. I'm way yes. off today. Okay, how in the world did you end up in Thibodeau, Louisiana at Nichols State? I wondered that my first uh, year there. <laughs> now, uh, you know, I was a graduate assistant here, and um, Coach Weber at the time, the O-line coach, uh, knew the guy that got the head coach, the head coaching job there, Charlie Stubbs, and uh, I interviewed and was lucky enough to get an opportunity to go down there, and my wife was extremely excited because her family is from Thibodeau. What in the world? Yeah, so what are the odds? When I told my wife, I said, you know, I might get a chance to go coach at Nickel State, she like... Started to cry, you know, so excited. I'm like, oh, is that good or bad? You know, are you sad? Or, but uh, it was it was a great experience. Different. The people down there are incredible. Uh, working with the guys that I worked with at Nichols was was great, and the, I loved my players. I mean, it's a diff, different uh, different culture, but I loved I loved the kids that I coached. So, so you played at BYU from 2000 2002, and then 
were eventually a, a GA, and then you went to Nickel State, and now you're here. Is that the Yeah, well, actually, kind of, I, I went to Florida. I worked for a law firm kind of doing marketing for two years, and then I coached high school football with my brother, Tyler Anderson, uh, for four years, and then back to BYU to be a GA, and then to Nichols. Gotcha. So, you, of, of Orem High fame, is that? Do Orem I have that, High fame, that's correct. That correct. Is the Anderson family the fastest family to ever run <laughs> at Orem High School? Well, I would hope so. I think there's. I don't know who else has a family that everyone did track. Most of our family did track. So my brother was. He's the claim to fame of our family, though. Hmm. Can you run a four nine forty right now, Coach? You know, I would. I would hope so. <laughs> I don't know. I, I asked that because I tried it on I, Friday. Yeah, Thursday. I, I saw that. You know, <laughs> we were thinking about possibly recruiting you, and then we saw the time, and that just kind of just crossed you right off the board hey, right there. Headwind, <laughs> aerated grass. This gives us an idea Come as on. the recruiting coordinator no, what they're getting, looking at. That, eh, no, <laughs> no. Uh, you need to have at least four nine speed to play at BYU. Okay, so. noted. Okay, so you go from Nickel State alignment, that is. now to BYU. <laughs> what do you bring from your experience at Nickel State uh, that makes you a unique director of player personnel and, and recruiting coordinator at BYU? Uh, well, I think having been able to be in the South, um, it's, football is different down there. I never knew that. You know, I grew up in the West. I grew up uh, in Utah, which Utah has great football. I think people are starting to realize that. I've always believed Utah has great, had great football. But it is a different, um, it's different down there. I mean, it is, it is literally a way of life for those people. And so having been down there, recruited down there, I mean, I recruited Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, uh, Georgia, Florida. I coached in Florida. It's, it's, a, it's a different feel. And having been able to be around and see how they do things and what they do in their recruiting process, um, some of the things that they do to evaluate kids, I hope can pay dividends to help us here to continue to grow. So have you expanded BYU's recruiting map and contacts by your experience? Well, I, I don't know about that yet. You know, there are, they've already kind of started some of that by the time I got here. But I hope to maybe take some of those things that I've learned and some of the people that I've met down there, the connections that I have, and see if we can't plug into some of that down there. Looking at the talent that is on this BYU roster this year and maybe some guys you have on the radar, how does BYU's talent level stack up? against uh, some of those other major teams like Nebraska and, and Missouri and UCLA, these teams that they're going to face in 2015? I think we're going to be great. I think uh, from what I can tell, um, we're recruiting the right kinds of kids. Uh, I think we want to get the best of the best, and that's everyone's goal. I mean, you don't go and say, no, that guy's terrible. Let's recruit that guy, right? <laughs> so we want to get the best of the best. I think BYU's headed in that direction, always has, and uh, we'll continue to compete in, in that recruiting aspect. But it's a different, it is a different recruiting game here. So, you know, you're going to go to the South, and they, it's really um, – I don't know what their standards, but it's not like uh, academically as competitive, I would say, at some of those schools maybe as it is at BYU. I mean, BYU is a very good academic school. There's an honor code. There's a whole lot more that, that you kind of have to consider at BYU that those places he can play football, and that's all that matters. If that makes sense. Yeah. So it's a little bit different, but uh, I think BYU's talent level is is extremely good and going to get better. So moving forward, give us an idea of uh, maybe some of your philosophy as a recruiter now that you're in charge of that at BYU, given those things that you just said. Well, I think, <clears throat> you know, I think if you look at all the teams across the country, the most important thing is you want to win your state first. It doesn't matter what program, Florida, 
Louisiana, Alabama, those guys want to win their state. They want to get the best kids from their state first. And then from there, they want to expand and find the best available kids, whoever that is, the best of the best outside of your state. And that's, I think, BYU's goal as well. Now, obviously, we want to recruit kids that have the same standards and desires and guys that want to go on missions and those types of things. That's important, and that will always be important at BYU. So that will be our goal, is to get the best of the best LDS kids, and then we want to get the best of the best to anybody else that's available. What do you see as your number one challenge in your new responsibility here at BYU? Well, I think uh, the challenge is always going to be making sure that we're recruiting the right kids and um, that we're using all of our available assets that are out there. You know, BYU has a huge national recruiting base, essentially. Uh, I don't know how many programs do it like BYU, but really we can recruit anywhere. Uh, You know, Louisiana, LSU, they don't really leave that little niche, except for maybe one or two kids at BYU, it's a little bit different. So I think that's the challenge. And then managing kids that are coming on missions, who's going on a mission, when are they coming back, because that changes the amount of scholarships that you have and those types of things. So I would say that's a big challenge, is, is making sure you are planning ahead for the future and also recruiting for the current. What way of recruiting and finding talent is the most effective? Like on a mission, you know, knocking doors is the least effective way Not to do it. effective. You know what I mean? Yeah. So recruiting, you got your random referrals from former players or members of the church that say, I know a kid, you know, versus other ways. What are those effective ways? Well, that's tough to say. I mean, obviously, anytime someone can give you somebody where you, someone that you maybe trust their opinion of someone they've seen, that's going to be a great resource. So it's those like, are good ones. Correct. I mean, if, okay. especially if it's someone that you know that you can trust. I mean, a lot of people are going to say, this guy can do this, and that's the reality of recruiting. Everyone thinks that this guy is the best guy since sliced bread. Um, so making sure it's someone that you can count on, but obviously just knocking on that door, is that takes a lot of time. And the reality is we can't knock on every door of every state of every high school. So that's going to be important to build those relationships and the relationships you have. I know, for example, you may call a coach and say, hey, here's what we're looking for. And those, some of those high school coaches can look for you, especially if you've got a good relationship. Oh, hey, there's this kid over here. Let's, and those, as, you, as you kind of are out and recruit, you'll find who you can trust and who you can't. But referrals are always great if it's definitely from a reliable source. Let's say Jerem Jordan ran a 4-5-40 and was a five-star recruit coming out of Sounds accurate. the Northwest <laughs> or whoever else. Okay, He gets on campus for his first official visit. What is what's what do these recruits do? What are you what are you taking them to do on their official visits? Well, I think it's important to give them a, kind of an idea of what it's like to be a student here. You know, you want to show them where they're going to be, where they're going to maybe go to class. You want to maybe find out what their major is. Obviously, what do they want to study and get them in front of the, some of those people? Political science, because I haven't figured it out. Yet. <laughs> there you go. So we're going to take you to that, and 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 uh, then we're going to try and take them around. They're going to be with a host, and the host is going to take them around and. You know, we're going to try and show them what it's like. Really, you're trying to show them what it's like to be a student and a student athlete at BYU because it is a little bit different being a student athlete. And a, and a stop in Studio B, right? There's no doubt. This, is a, this really is an amazing – I've never seen anything like this. This is amazing. It's a great show. Well, welcome back to BYU, man. All Thank of a sudden you. there's this building and they're on ESPN <laughs> yeah, no kidding. and wow. BYU TV. Yeah, we were in the wild? old Smithfield house. So a little bit you different. And, yeah. <laughs> I, I always laugh thinking about Ty Detmer winning the Heisman then training in the field house. <laughs> I'm just like, what? Yeah, our turf field was that. I don't even know if they have it in the Smithfield the house. Annex, right? Yeah, the little annex. Yeah. You know, they'd pull down the curtains. You had about 15 <laughs> yards worth of field, and sometimes the quarterback would throw the ball too high and hit the nets. And A little bit different kind of. Now they go in that huge 
indoor facility and I'm a little jealous. I'm not going to yeah. lie. It's pretty amazing. But yeah. this is this is incredible. Justin Anderson, the BYU football director of player personnel and on-campus recruiting with us in Studio B, talking all things BYU football future. Let's end with this, uh, Justin. What was your favorite memory playing BYU football in your years here? Wow, that's a tough question. I think my favorite memory, and I'm, I, I, I love the guys that I play with. My, my biggest memories are some of the guys that I, I kind of, strapped on the pads with and walked out on that field with. I can, you know, from Justin Enna, who's become a lifelong friend, who's now the linebackers coach at, at Utah. I was giving him a hard time the other day um, to just, you know, the guys that I walked out there with. That's really my biggest memories. I can just think of, think of those guys, and I have a lot of good laughs, and I have some really funny memories that I don't know if I could actually share on air. Um, of <laughs> you being have to question a, it, you should <laughs> yeah, not share it. So I'm not going to say anything, but that, that's probably my, my most memorable you know, we had some great games, and those were fun, but to me it was more the guys. That, that's what made, to me, that's what makes BYU special is the guys. Actually, I redact that statement. If you question it, you should share <laughs> You should share I don't know about that. <laughs> next time. Yeah, next, next time. time. Hey, Justin, great to have you with us. Thanks, guys. Look forward to good things with BYU Appreciate football. It. If you could go to only one BYU road game next fall, which would it be? San Jose State. <laughs> Stop with the Spartan <laughs> Stadium. More of your responses coming up next on BYU Sports Station. Jeremy thinks it's, uh, it's Michigan for real, right? Michigan! Ah, see, Clearly. Nebraska. BYU Sports Station brought to you in part by the Cougar Club. <laughs> Supporting BYU's 623 student-athletes. Welcome to the club, Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan, on a Monday in Radio Vision Live on BYU Radio and BYU TV. True story. My hamstrings yeah. were a little tight over the weekend. Again, all of what happened last week just screamed one thing to me. You're getting old. Was that Bane saying that? And it's depressing. You know what? The quest is still alive, man. You know what's not depressing? BYU Sports Nation swag. You can log on to thebyustore.com and get your BYUSN goggles, T-shirt. Check it out, thebyustore.com. Just talked to Justin <laughs> Anderson, uh, BYU football. Now he, yeah, he's great. Interesting. He, fire, he fires me up, yeah, man. Interesting thing. He's he comes. He brings a, a unique perspective because he's recruited the South. He's from Orem, but he was at Nickel State for I believe five six years. So he understands recruiting down there. Now I now I asked him. Okay, uh, does it, have you expanded BYU's network because of your experience? And he said, I don't know quite yet. So we'll we'll see. But I I guarantee he has he knows high school coaches down the South that he could say, Hey, do you have a guy that fits the standards? That would want to come here and possibly play a Jeterius Gully type, right? Yeah. Out of Hoover, Alabama. More, more of those guys. Wait, we want, yeah, we I want more of those guys. BYU's recruiting is so unique, and that would be a challenge. He talked about the challenges associated with recruiting here, but these are self-imposed challenges. BYU wants to be this way, um, so it should never be a complaint on BYU's part of. Well, we have to do it. A certain- BYU chooses to have an honor code. BYU chooses to have a high academic standard. So for the football team to compete at the highest level, understand those are self-imposed recruiting stipulations, right? Makes it that much more awesome when BYU is awesome and is winning football games. Because and BYU is not the only school in the country with this setup. There are other honor codes. I, I know you can debate to what degree those are governed or whatever. There are, high, there are higher academic standards at certain schools. Stanford is really good at sports, and they have a higher academic standard than BYU. So it's not like BYU has that excuse or crutch. But BYU with those, 
competes at a high level. And hopefully BYU can get the best LDS, win the state, and then bring in really good talent outside of that to supplement that and be playmakers. Let's be honest, a lot of BYU skill position players end up being guys like this, a Devon Blackman, a Nick Kurtz, a Jamal Williams. These guys are important to BYU football, really important. They're catching the vision. If you want to listen to that interview with Justin Anderson, download our show podcast on iTunes or at BYUSportsNation.com. Let's refresh today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. Shaquille Walker of BYU Track and Field. If you are not familiar with this kid, you should get familiar because he is turning heads big time. Fifth fastest time in the 800 in the world. This year, right? This year. We're tweeting out video of the race right now on our BYU Sports Nation Twitter account. Man. Fifth fastest time in the world it's this pretty, year. Pretty good. 145.78. That is so fast. I don't even think I can run one lap in that, let alone two. That's under a 4940 22 times in a row. Maybe that's our next thing is try and run one lap while he runs two. <laughs> Would he lap me? <laughs> yes. He might. Would he double lap you is oh the question. He would lap you, yes. BYU baseball mm-hmm. takes two of three at Loyola Marymount. Nice. The Cougars at Northridge today at 5 Eastern. At Mike Littlewood, he's, he's doing good things right now against a tough early part of the schedule in conference. Volleyball took two at Northridge. N- much needed. BYU had lost six in a row. They host number one Hawaii this weekend. Later in the week, we'll set up seeding situations because next week is the MPSF tournament. BYU has qualified uh, for that 18 tournament. Will BYU host a home game as the four seed, be the five, or even drop to the six? All scenarios at play. This weekend, both those matches on BYU TV, BYU Radio, by the way. BYU Rugby beat UCLA 45-16 in the Varsity Cup quarterfinals on the road. Holler. They now host semifinal Saturday at 3 Eastern against the Wildcats of Central Washington. That's a big day because the Varsity Cup semifinal. It's also the 50th anniversary for BYU Rugby, and they're going to unveil the 2014 National Championship banner. Is that big Uncle Pooh tailgating that day? I'd be surprised if he doesn't. Yeah. Yeah, he knows. He knows. He knows when the big days are. Yeah, and volleyball home game. Oh, I, they're going to tailgate. Yeah. Twitter they, question they today: hard. If you could go to one BYU football road game in 2015, and again, you only have to, you can pick only one. Utah State. Which would it be? Let's go to the Twitter machine. We tweet at D Young 1993 says Yo. this. Spencer Linton asks, "What's around Michigan?" I counter with, "What's <laughs> around Nebraska?" There's a reason. For 76000 at the spring game. Is that really a great reason? There are lots of places where there's nothing better to do where they don't draw well. That happens Corvallis. a lot. Or- why doesn't Oregon State draw Pullman, a huge crowd? Pullman, Washington? Why doesn't Washington, Washington State, State draw a huge crowd? Yeah, why doesn't Iowa State draw a huge crowd? You know what I mean? Texas Tech, Kansas, Kansas State. Why don't those teams draw huge crowds? It's because they've won national You're championships You're telling me Manhattan, Kansas is there's so much going on in Manhattan, Kansas, you can't go to the Kansas State Spring Football game? Some would, yeah, some would argue Provo. No, Provo has stuff to do. You, you, can, go, you can go down to – there's all st- there's Sundance, there's skiing, there's Southern Utah and all the <laughs> national park. There is a ton to do around DeYoung1993 asks, what is there to do the in bowling Nebraska? bowling alley? I tell you what there is to do in Nebraska at DeYoung1993. I've got Michigan. Let's go. Battle. The Sunken Gardens, okay? Oh, the Sunken Gardens. What is it? I have no idea, but it's number two of 90 things to do in Lincoln, Nebraska on TripAdvisor.com. I'll counter with Michigan's Law (laughs) Quadrangle. Welcome to Hogwarts, it says. Magnificent. The Lincoln Children's Zoo. Okay. 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 I raise you uh, an Ann Arbor hands-on museum. 
Looks like it's for children. <laughs> the Rainy National, day fun. The National Museum of Roller Skating. Oh, that actually sounds awesome. <laughs> Jamal Williams. <laughs> his, Jay Swag that Daddy. That is a must visit for Jay Swag Daddy and his family when they go to Lincoln. I see that, and I raise you a Kelsey Museum of Archaeology. Lots of interesting things, it says. Is there anything better than the National Museum of Roller Skating? No. <laughs> although, although in Ann Arbor, you do have the Ark. Great venue for folk music. <laughs> so good. How about this? Two golf courses. It just says two golf courses. It's only two? <laughs> There's got to be more than that. What? Wilderness Ridge Golf Club and Highmark Golf Course. Those are the two on TripAdvisor.com. How about this one? It says in Ann Arbor, State Street. That's the draw. Number 19 is State Street. Theater and eating. A potpourri of experiences. Really, really, it comes down to this. The tradition of the big house. The biggest football stadium in the country. Yeah, and Cobblestone Farm, number 26. Against Lincoln Memorial, which becomes, with that stadium, Lincoln becomes the third largest city in all of Nebraska on game day. <laughs> That's how it, it works. When all the, all the people show up. Hey, the, so, so the de- season opener in that environment with a raucous, sold-out crowd there is something- versus the tradition of the big house. The honor and the spirit of Michigan nice. football. There is something to that first game because if you lose the first game, you lose a little mojo. But you go into that first game, everyone's excited. Everything's, everything's awesome, right? But last year, remember, like the Virginia game at home, that was very exciting. You're 2-0, and you're ranked, you know, things are going well. There's no real, real truth answer to this. It's just what you think. So that was D. Young 93. That's what you can do around Nebraska at N-A-J-T-O-13. The Michigan game for sure. Taysom Hill versus Jim Harbaugh, the guy who recruited him to Stanford in the big house. That is an interesting storyline. Sure. There's great context to that. There's outstanding context The context to that is really game. high in both. I, I love that BYU has multiple awesome road trips because normally we can point at one or two. I think we're pointing at four this year. Are they playing under the lights in Ann Arbor? We don't know the time yet. We don't know the times on a single game. Now, if they're playing under the lights in Ann Arbor, which, like, never happens. So I don't think that's going to happen. Let's just hope it's an ESPN game and not a Big Ten game. under the lights, like, oof, that would be tough to beat. Yeah. That would be tough to beat. I don't really – yeah, and I don't really care what time the game is played. I'm just excited that it's being played At there. Genelin 87. Ziggy and Kyle Van Noy are in Detroit. No, I know that, but they are on the professional elite level and have nothing to do with the college football experience that is happening between BYU and Michigan. But maybe they'll be in the tailgate, Spencer. <laughs> Sign some autographs, baby. Maybe you'll be there. Is it the bye week for Detroit, the Detroit Lions? Probably uh, not. Oh, I'm not looking that up. Okay. <laughs> yeah, don't. Let's see. At Cougar Fan. You didn't read that one, right? It'd be fun to go to UCLA and watch another 59-0 beatdown. Okay, slow down. And go to Disney. But I'll go with Michigan. Got to fill the big house. The best stadium, for sure. Yeah. The big house. But it is the best road, road trip. Road trip. Well, we said road game in the Twitter question. We were alluding to road trip, though. We should not allude, and we should just say You're right. We, should, we, are, we have been saying that, though. <laughs> alluding, the best road trip. Alluding is for unclear communicators. At T.E. Walter, the big house, no question. Couldn't miss a chance to root against them boys in blue. Are you talking about BYU or Okay, listen, Michigan? listen. <laughs> T, <laughs> They're T, both blue. T.E. Walter is an Ohio State fan as well as BYU fan. So, of course, he's going to say, yeah, root against Michigan. Yes. Yep. And he said, hashtag that team up north. <laughs> At J-Man 426, New Year's 6 bowl game. Oh, jeez. 
Blue goggle alert. Blue goggle alert. That, that would be the best road trip. If it came to that, that would. Oof. Yeah, I'll have to look up. I, I think it changes, right, to peach cotton. Another one? I got to look that up. We got to know that just in case BYU goes undefeated. Tougher to get into a New Year's Six Bowl game this year than last year, oh, by the way. Yeah, it changes every year. Yes. There's, there's different parameters They're bowl tie-ins every New Year's Six, so there's only, I think, one game that can really tie in for BYU. <laughs> but if they go undefeated, with the generous support of the Cougar Club, BYU's 623 student athletes are role models, leaders, graduates, and champions. Be willing to help them succeed with your donation. Learn more at CougarClub.com and welcome to the club. What's the chance BYU doesn't win another national championship next year? What? BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. I'm Spencer Linton, teamed up with Jerem Jordan. You better believe. When we hit Nebraska, the Roller Skating Hall of Fame <laughs> is going to be on the must-do list. If you're the one that goes for us there. <laughs> that puts it over the top, man. You better be there. because Nebraska I'm... greater than Michigan oh road trip gosh. because of the Roller Skating Hall of Fame. Well, the Roller Blading Hall of Fame hopefully is in Ann Arbor. <laughs> hey, softballs versus we- taking on Weaver State tomorrow at 8 Eastern time on BYU TV. Do not miss that, okay? I will not. I, I, know, you, I know you won't. I will be there. I won't miss it either. On the call with Vaughn Alvey. By the way, if, you'd, if you're not familiar with Vaughn Alvey, and I know maybe a lot of you have not watched the BYU softball game, that dude is hilarious. He is a really funny guy. And he knows his stuff. He's a smart and guy. And he was also assistant one of the greatest softball pitchers in fast pitch history and was an assistant and the pitching coach at BYU. Like he's, yeah, he's, he can bring it. Our Twitter question today. If you could go to one BYU football road game in 2015, which would it be? At JV Fiso says... The UCLA game, it's my home state, and it's in the Rose Bowl. I'll add one to that. I'll add one to that, I should say. Okay? It's <laughs> and then at David Fiso, her husband, yes. is taking me for an eight-year anniversary. Correct. Congratulations. It, it, it is, there's a good chance that's going to be a top 10 team that BYU plays. Top 15 for sure. That BYU looks in the mirror? Ooh. Nah. Yeah, we'll see. All right. Yeah, do some, yeah. The, BYU has a chance to do something awesome. Yes. September is going to be crazy delicious. Speaking of chances. BYU Sports (laughs) Nation asks, what's the chance? Zero percent that went well. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. hundred percent it goes well now. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. We're going to bring it now. Here's how it works. We throw out a scenario featuring BYU athletics in one way, shape, or form, and we decide on what the chance of that thing is that it happens. That was awesome. Or the Lakers. Number one. What's the chance BYU football wins the season opener at Nebraska? Oh, man. Jeremy, I'll take this one first. I actually hadn't thought of this very hard. Oof. What's the chance BYU football wins the season opener at Nebraska? Stalling for time while I think. I'm going to go. I'm going to go. 58%. Nice. It's a, I think that's high side. I think that's not typical me. I think typical me would say 38%, right? I think BYU is going to be prepared. Senior quarterback, hopefully Jamal Williams is good to go. Bronco has that defense, hopefully rip-roaring. And then BYU goes in there and challenges for the win. I hope BYU wins that game. That's, it's, tough to, it's tough to pencil in a win in that game at Nebraska. That's a tough game to win. That would be a really good win. It would be a really good win. But I'm going to, give, I'm going to go even higher than you, Jeremy. Of course you will. And here's why. Because you have – no, I don't even need blue goggles. <laughs> this is – this is logical. Well, it I depends on long, your percentage. I thought a long time about this. I say 65%. Go 7% higher. 
Okay, 65% BYU wins this game. They win two out of every three games they play against Nebraska on the road this year in this situation because it's the season opener. How'd you come up with that number? Okay. Now, Mike Riley, brand new coach, trying to get his feet wet there. You always won and won against when, him the last four listen, years. Listen, when there are new coaches, there are new schemes, and it's just different. BYU took it to Charlie Strong in Texas. New coach, new scheme, new ideals. And that was okay? game two. Yes. This is game number one against Mike Riley in a brand new spot. Nebraska greater than Texas, though. Are they? Yes. Are they right now? I don't know that they are. Oh, are you saying that we have to see them on the field to see results? I am not saying that at all. Oh, okay, I was trying to bait you into the elite conversation. I know you were, <laughs> and I'm not going for it. I smiled too early. Yeah. <laughs> Dang it. You so, dude, you're a terrible poker player. Not that you would ever play poker. I'm, yeah, I don't play poker. Okay. I play football games. This is a season opener against a brand new coach, and BYU brings back a crazy experienced offense. Number two. What's the chance Tyler Haas gets drafted in this year's NBA draft? This one's tough because Tyler's a really good player, but I don't know that the fit with the NBA is as good as he is. Does that make sense? Tremendous score. Everyone knows how good he is. But when it goes to the next level, and we talked about this last year, and I said that Kyle Collinsworth was a more draftable player to me than Tyler Haas. What are the chances? I'll go in the 20s. I don't know. 27%. I hope he's drafted. I really do. In the second round by somebody that needs a shooter, uh, that is consistent, that he's, he's Tyler Hawes at shooting jumpers and running off screens is like Austin Collie in route running. He's really precise and good, and hopefully someone takes a chance on him. I say 50% Tyler Hawes gets drafted wow. in this year's NBA draft because of his work <laughs> ethic and what he will do leading up to the draft. He's going to impress some people. 50%. He's going to impress some people. That's a huge number. There are a couple of mock drafts that have him late second round. That would be awesome and if I, he got drafted and at I, all. If, if that's happening right now, with before they've had a chance to assess Tyler as he gets ready for the draft, I, you know what? His, why not? His intangibles won't stick out versus the other athletes in, in the draft. But who shoots I don't better think that than he, him? Who shoots better than him? That's a good point. Is that valued enough is the question. I hope and, it is. And, and is shooting by itself enough to get you drafted? Man. I would say no. I think score, there, are other, there are other elements. Yeah. Number three. What's the chance BYU volleyball gets a split this weekend versus Hawaii? Can I take this one first? Yes. I say 75%. They won two games. They got rid of the bad taste in their mouth, the losing streak, and they're back home. It's the number one team in America. The field house is going to be absolutely off the charts. It will be awesome. Off the charts loud. Senior night, Saturday. I'm telling you, there are a lot of reasons that BYU, it's desperation factor here. 75%, they win at least one of the two against the number one team in the MPSF and the country. How much of a homer do I want to be on this is the question. I'll go 50%. 50% chance they get a split. Uh, it's, Hawaii's really good. They're uh, really good. When BYU plays well and at home, they're extremely tough to beat. However, Irvine, who is not as good a team as Hawaii by a hair, uh, came in here and did, did some damage against BYU. We're just straight up better than BYU. Not so senior go, night, though. I'll go 50%. Not senior night, and that matters. It matters. A little bit. It plays into it. There's a little bit of an X factor there, or yeah. Y factor. Yeah. Number it, four. If BYU got a split, that would be awesome. What's the chance the Cougarettes don't win another national championship ah. next year? <laughs> That's what I was getting at in the tease. They've won 14 in a row. They dominate. That's against everybody, by the way. It's not like against Christian it's schools against that the have best an honor code the best. with their left hand or something. It's everybody. It's the elite dance competition. 
They are elite. Yes, they are. Mitch Matthews hopes to be like the Cougarettes. Zero percent. They're going to win again next year. They're going to win another national championship. Are you kidding me? Until they do, they've won fourteen in a row. Zero percent. Unfortunately, when you dominate, it's bigger news when you're not the winner. At some point, BYU doesn't win. Wait, what? The Cougarettes didn't win? Yeah, I'll go one hundred eighty percent on that. BYU wins again. What's the chance they don't? Oh, 0%. Yeah, 0%. Because they will. Okay. Why would they not? Yep. They've got the record. They're going to win again. And Blaine Fowler's daughter is on the team. That puts them over the top right there. <laughs> Uncle B. <laughs> A couple of BYU teams make the final four. Find out which teams coming up next in a loaded Cougar Whip Around on BYU Sports Nation. That's pretty elite, making the final four. What would you say? National championships is elite. Oh, BYU Sports Nation presented in part by DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it most, let's whip it. It's time for the Cougar Whip Around Baseball. Sounds like the water boy. The Cougars <laughs> took two games against preseason league favorite Loyola Marymount. BYU plays Northridge at 5 Eastern today. Softball. Mr. Coach Klein said I could. Coco Tawali'i led BYU <laughs> softball in a home run fest over the weekend. The Cougars swept Pacific in three games. Tawali'i, four home runs in three games. BYU, winner. Track and field. Shaquille Walker broke the school record for the 800 meters after his performance in the Sun Angel Classic in Tempe, Arizona. And he now holds the nation's fastest 800 time and the fifth fastest in the world. Hashtag elite. Men's volleyball. The Cougars swept 13-3 Cal State Northridge on their home floor without dropping a set, breaking a six-match losing streak. Cougs finished the regular season against number one Hawaii at home this weekend. Rugby. BYU steamrolled UCLA like they will in September in the Varsity Cup quarterfinals 45-16. The Cougars advanced to play Central Washington Saturday at Southfield. Also, the women's rugby team made it to the Final Four. They beat New Mexico 75-5. Nice. 75-5. Holy mackerel. Today's Rise and Shout brought to you by Dexter and Dexter Health. When you need it most, DexterLaw.com. And it goes to Shaq Walker. Top five time in the world this year. Booyah! Tough to beat that. Thanks to Justin Anderson and everyone on our crew. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at BYU Sports. The show on demand on BYUtv.org slash BYUSN for Jerem. I am Spencer. Shout out to Ryan Bernal. BYU Sports Nation back at it tomorrow at noon Eastern. Elite.